Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Or evening. Or nighttime. Whenever it is that you just so happen to be tuning in to the VLDR Thoughts. By the deal, oh snap, I can't even talk today. Thoughts by the VLDR, the podcast. No, I'm not going to edit that. You can hear um, you can hear me rubbing my hands, huh? Got some AMSR going on in here. You don't like the sound of me rubbing my hands? Maybe not, I'll stop. Ah, oh, man. Oh, first, start off. Someone asked me why I never talk about what's, I never really talk about what's going on with the podcast, on the podcast. So, I'm going to dedicate this uh, intro, this beginning segment to what's going on, the news in DeVille Diaz world, and the thoughts by DeVille Diaz world. So, as I've been telling you, I'm working on a series, I don't know if it's, I'm still haven't settled on whether it would be four parts or six parts, but it's going to be called The Hearts of Men, where I'm just giving my viewpoint on dating and relationships. I've so far recorded two full episodes. The first one I'm going to release next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, yeah, I was wrestling with myself last night after I recorded. I was like, dang, are you really going to do this? This could come back and punch you in the face. But I'm going to do it because, I mean, I think that a lot of people fail at this type of stuff because they hold back or worry about who they're going to offend or who toes they might step on. So I'm going to put it out there. I haven't said anything derogatory or negative on either of the shows I've recorded so far. I just feel like these are going to be unpopular opinions that I'm going to be stating. They will be popular to some people. Some people will be happy that I put that energy out there. And some people are going to feel like I'm destroying the community or something like that. <laughs> but I'm ready for the backlash. Um, an old head once told me that anytime you open the floodgates, you got to be prepared for the backwash. So I'm getting prepared for that backwash. Right now, it's looking like it'll probably be four, four episodes. Maybe I'll drag it out to six. We'll know. We'll see how it goes. Still haven't anybody had anybody contact me about any specific topic of uh, dealing with relationships or dating that they want me to speak on. You can do that at thoughtsbydevildi at gmail.com or go over to the Thoughts by Deville Di Facebook page and you can message me or go over on IG uh, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. And you know, inbox me. They don't call it inbox, you know. Uh, I actually do they call it the DMs? Hit me up in them DMs, but yeah, that's pretty much what I got going on with the show. I did, I did today finally decided to activate listener support for the second time. The first time I, when it first started, I activated and then deactivated probably three days, three, four days later. 
I was kind of skeptical. I'm one of those kind of people that kind of wants to sit back and watch and see how things unfold before I dive in. Like even when the ads, when Anchor started sending me the ads initially, I started off, I signed up and then I backed out. And I was like, damn, I don't know. I want to wait. But then it was like, nah, you know, what am I waiting for? This is the moment you've been waiting for. So jump on in there. So, I, you know, I, I went back and did the ads and recorded my little uh, ads that I had at the time. And so I decided to that it was time to enable the listener support again. I didn't honestly feel like my podcast was worthy of asking for, uh, uh, um, you know, support, listener support at that time. I feel a little bit better about it now. So you can click those links on the episodes or the platform pages that you listen to me to and jump in there and show your boy some support if you feel like it if not that's cool too uh man my boy uh adoster boy golden has relaunched his website always keep godfirst.com dope little clothing line for believers their motto is always keep god first so go check out that website, man, and and you know he's got some dope merch on. I got some hats. Well, I have a hat. I have a wristband. I have a workout shirt. You probably seen it if you're on my IG. And all the stuff is great quality. Like you ever get one of those hats and buy a hat from somebody, this independent, you know, merchandiser, and the hat's just falling apart <laughs> after a week or two of wear, or the color start changing or whatever. I've had no problems with that. The workout gear is legit. It feels good against your scent. Your skin is dry fit and everything. So y'all check that boy out and, you know, grab something, man. Tell me your boy sent you. Now, let's dig into some topics. Now, I'm ready to talk. Oh, man. Y'all know who Adrian Broner, Broner is? Adrian Broner is a uh, professional boxer. He was, at one point, looked at to be like the next big thing he kind of had a Mayweather-ish vibe to himself you know it was all about the money 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 he was hanging with Mayweather for a while a lot of dancing a lot of fat flashy uh uh, uh outfits you know that he wears entering the, the arena and walking to the gym have all type of rap artists walking with him I'm gonna talk about the gym you know for the arena for the boxing match he comes down to the ring and he and he has on you know these extravagant outfits and he's very outspoken well apparently he doesn't get down with the lbgtq community uh dang what's your boy name what's your boy name i'm gonna have to where's my phone i want to look it up so i can say his name i think it's all the way on the other side of the room caldwell is some caldwell either way the i was delivered delivered that guy y'all remember that guy the guy who Blew up all over, went viral all over social media saying that he had been delivered from homosexuality and he didn't like men's no more. He liked women's, women's, women's. I'm pretty sure if you Google it, you can find it all over social media. Well, these two guys been going back and forth. AB is saying that Mr. Caldwell was in his uh, inbox, his DMs, you know, I guess trying to get at him or whatever is what he's alleging and then mr caldwell is saying the opposite he's saying that ab has been in his inbox trying to get at him and that ab got mad because okay mr caldwell said that he inboxed him and said that um uh 
something to the nature of, you know, good job, keep up the good work or something like that. And that, you know, A.B. asked him, you know, you're the delivery guy. And he's like, yeah. And since that point, allegedly, A.B.'s been in his inbox. Mr. Caldwell said A.B. wanted him to eat the booty. And when he realized that Mr. Caldwell was not going to eat the booty, he got he blocked him all of a sudden. This is just the story, people. I'm just relaying the message. So, <laughs> so they've been going back and forth. And, you know, it's like whatever, whatever. But then he dropped a video. A.B. dropped a video. It's on the Shade Room. You can look that up. Where he says, you know, I'm going to paraphrase. He said, these are his words. He said that if you, basically if you come up on him on some gay shit, trying to touch on him or something like that, that if he doesn't have his gun on you, he's going to punch you. He's going to knock you out. But if he has that thing with him, he's going to shoot you in the face. This is his words, not mine. And I'm like, damn, that's some real hateful type stuff. Because on one hand, hold up, let me take a sip. I'm feeling a little parched. Because on one hand, for you to be beefing with one particular person is one thing. But for you just to throw out a whole blanket statement, like, if anybody comes up to me on anything homosexual, I'm going to knock you out or shoot you in the face. Is that homophobia? I've always wondered what homophobia actually was. Because I never felt like just because you didn't agree with the um, LBGTQ lifestyle that that doesn't make you homophobic. You just don't agree with it. But this right here, I think I finally got a clear understanding of what homophobia is. And I believe this is it. This is homophobia. This is, this guy is, he has some deep-rooted fear, I have to say, of of homosexuality or being accused of being homo. I don't know, man. Maybe somebody touched the boy. I'm just reaching. You know what I mean? Don't quote me. Don't at me. Ain't that what the young boy say? Don't at me. Don't. I got hands. Don't run up on me. But either way, <laughs> that just seems real hateful for the situation. It'd be different if he told that guy specifically. If you walk up on me on some, you know, some unwanted, uh, making unwanted advances, I will punch you in the face. Shooting in the face is kind of harsh. But telling the man you've been, you're going to knock him out, I think that's acceptable. We are Americans here. And as Americans, we will knock you out. So I don't see, see nothing wrong with telling another man, if you run up on me the wrong way, I will smooth lay you out. But for you just to throw out a whole blanket statement for the whole LGBTQ community, like, wow, bro, what's what's really going on inside of you? I feel a certain type of way about men who take such a very strong stance against homosexuality that way. I think it may be, I, I feel like personally there's a lot of times some underlying issues that go along with that that was the dramatic pause did y'all like that <laughs> we gonna move on man to the next subject so me and my daughter was out and about get doing some retail therapy you know where she reminded me that we're here for a good time not a long time enjoying these last couple of days before she goes back to sunny california so we went out uh when i had lunch at moe's Welcome to Moe's with that place. Went to Moe's. We hit up GameStop, uh, Michael's. She bought some new markers. When I say she got her own money, she got her own money. I keep my little girl with the bag 
because I feel like I want her to understand that a woman, a young lady especially, should always have some money in her pocket because my grandmother told me that a young man should always have some money in his pocket. She got us some new markers, and we hit up Ross, and we hit up Target. That's French for Target. And I'm going to tell you how these retailers be playing games with us, man. I go up in Ross. Was it Ross? Marshalls. I go up in Marshalls, and I see this bag. It is a briefcase slash backpack. You know, it's canvas or whatever. Nice bag. I like bags, man, um, because I have to carry a lot of files and folders and paperwork to work, so I have to have some sort of bag to put it in, but I don't necessarily like to carry a backpack because I just feel like that looks kind of childish just to have all your paperwork in a backpack. If you walk into the courtroom with a backpack, it kind of looks like images everything, people. You can, <laughs> how you want to say it? I like to look the part and beat the part. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the guy in the suit that doesn't know what he's talking about, but I don't want to be in the guy in the sweatsuit that knows what he's talking about either. And nobody takes him seriously until he talks. I don't want to be that guy either. I want to be the guy who walks in the room and people look at him and take him serious immediately. And then he opens his mouth and he shows that you should be taking him serious. But I was like this, this uh, dual backpack slash briefcase. It was $29.99 in Marshall's. I didn't purchase it because I'm thrifty. So I was like, you know, I'll think about it a while. And we're going to a couple more stores. I may see something else I like. So we leave Marshall's, go over to Target. And we're in Target looking around. And I see the same exact briefcase slash backpack in Target. The only difference is in Target, this backpack is forty nine ninety. Nine. So I called my daughter over here and I said, look, I want to show you how the game is being played. You have one store that is looked at as a like a bargain type of store. It's, it's their whole thing is that you can come here and find a great deal, a good deal here. And then you have Target, who is like, um, I don't really know how Target presents himself, but I know in the neighborhood, people feel like Target is kind of expensive. And, you know. That they don't gear towards uh, lower income type families. I don't know. I'm not saying allegedly. You know what I mean? Allegedly. But I was like, you, you remember this bag that I saw? I was looking at over across the street. And it was, she was like, yeah. I was like, that bag over there was $29.99. And I said, you see the difference between the one that I seen I was looking at over there and the one I'm looking at here? And she was like, what? They look the same. It's the same bag. And I was like, look at the price. This one's $20 more. And it was like, kaboom. Mine blown. Same bag. Not even 300 yards from each other. 20 more dollars. Images everything. <laughs> Let's keep the show rolling. I want to talk about Robert Kraft. Mr. Kraft, who is working with the rapper Meek Mills to help uh, push forward prison reform along with several other people that I cannot remember at this time. But I just felt the need to put that energy out there before I discuss what I'm going to discuss. 
because Mr. Kraft did um, recently find himself in the middle of some shenanigans dealing with soliciting and engaging in prostitution. So, this is another instance of how image is everything. Mr. Kraft was able to get his uh, charges dropped. Now, first and foremost, what I want to say for the naysayers uh, who says, hey, you know, this was probably all just, um, you know, uh, uh, what do they call it? They call the evidence. It's not tight evidence, you know. I can't remember. But you know what I'm saying. There were people who were saying that this, you know, that more likely than not, he really didn't, wasn't doing anything. Circumstantial evidence is the word I was looking for. Is what got him caught up. Well, the police department did release a statement via video where the question was brought up that if the video was shown, would it include Mr. Crab engaging in the alleged acts of his charges? And the police department said yes. So there you have that. Now, I know those of you that are saying DeVille, DeVille. If you're supporting a guy for for uh, helping out with prison reform, why would you bring up his dirty laundry? Relax, I'm gonna tell you. Because no matter the situation, the circumstance, we do always have to look at both sides of the coin. You can't just because you like what somebody stands for in one particular uh, situation or subject matter, you can't ignore the other things that they may have done same thing when you get with the the allegation against uh michael jackson's the allegations against r kelly you can't take the fact that they make awesome music and ignore the fact that they have these allegations give against them right or wrong true or false you cannot ignore that that's why i'm speaking on it so yes the police said that the video uh does show him engaging in acts so part of the way the agreement for him to have his charges dropped, he had to admit that if he went to trial, he would have been found guilty. That was the first thing. So, yeah, he did do it. Does that make him a horrible guy? Not in my book. He did it, though. A lot of us have did things who like to sit around on our high horses and act like we're greater than thou. A lot of us have done things that we're not proud of. So take that and sit on your couch and reflect on that for a second while you're throwing the darts at Robert Kraft or at me for talking about him. So he had to admit that he would have been found guilty. He has to do 100 hours of community service, which is really nothing. He probably does 100 hours of community service anyway, but, you know, he's going to have to do them specifically in the areas. I would assume he would have to do it in specifically in the um, district I guess you would call it where he caught his charges, which will probably lead to some healthy donations to some causes and so on and so forth. Hey, man, means to the ends. What else was it in there? Uh, he had to admit it. Hundred hours of community services. He has to take classes to educate himself on the dangers of prostitution. And he has to take an STD test. Now. Do I think he should have been railroaded and slammed into prison for 
getting uh, you know jade off as maddie mo would say or you know blowjob or whatever it was that he did nah i don't think they should have threw the book at the guy but this just shows you how being an influential person and a person of stature and a person of respect can get you out of certain situations or lessen the blow of those situations we've seen the same thing with ti when he got caught on those federal gun charges how he was able to not manipulate but negotiate his way to lightening his sentence and that's just smart moves that's just smart moves that's just smart moves why did i say it so many times i don't know but that's just smart moves <laughs> okay enough of that enough of that i'm not gonna dig into any community conspiracy theories about that shout out to robert Kraft, man i hope that you keep working on that prison reform because we got a lot of people locked up for some minor things that need to come home earlier today well not today yesterday well me and my daughter was riding i don't remember how the conversation started but she asked me a question she posed the question that how is it that how would you not know uh, who your child was or how would you not see your child so imagine being asked that by an 11 year old little girl i don't like i said i don't remember how the conversation actually started how we got to that point but that's the question she posed to me and so i had to answer and i'm like well you know there are some fathers out there who just haven't seen their children since they were babies some have never seen them and she was like how so i say uh you know in some instances there are mothers who will deny the father the, the their right to see or interact with that child and there are some times where you have fathers who just choose not to be a part of that child's life and she was like well how would you do that she can't wrap her head around it how would you do that how would you just choose not to interact with your child she can't understand that because her dad has been there since day one since the day she came out i was there cut the umbilical cord i think i may have been the first person to actually hold her all of that since day one i've been there so she can't even fathom how someone could not even though now she lives on the west coast she lives in california and i'm like yeah you know you do have dads who i know people who live in the same city as kids their kids and don't see them but meanwhile i'm flying to california for a birthday party you know what I mean? I'm making sure that she's able to fly out here every break that she gets. And tickets from California to Georgia to Atlanta is like 500 bucks. Round way. Yeah, round trip. It's around 500 bucks. And then, but it just shocked me that, it didn't shock me that she couldn't understand. But it just opened my eyes to the fact that a lot of y'all out there need to do better. And I'm not just talking to the men of color. I'm talking to all men in general. There is no reason why you should not be involved in your child's life. Even if the court, the legal system has said that you can't be. You should still be fighting 
with that legal system and jumping through every hoop that you need to jump to to be able to be in your child's life. Sometimes, I know we don't like to jump through hoops, but there are certain hoops that are worth jumping through. And one of them, I'm one of those people, I'm one of those fathers that will run through a wall for my child. I'm one of those people that will run into a burning building for my child. That's just how I feel. That is mine. That is mine. You know what I mean? I am completely responsible my whole life since day one. Since I found out that I had, that my wife at the time had conceived. My whole life rearranged to be dedicated to being a father and being responsible and to taking care of that child. That is my responsibility. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this to bash anybody or make anybody feel bad. But you should feel bad if you have a child out there and you're not doing everything in your power to be able to be in that child's life. Even if it's just text messages, FaceTime calls or, you know, DMs on Instagram, whatever. Whatever it is, you should find a way. You have to find a way. Because there will come a day where that child is going to look back at you and, uh, you know, feel a certain type of way about that. And I've noticed that people, like my father in particular, when people start getting into their older ages, they start to, you know, want to make everything right. They're seeing themselves on the way out and they're trying to fix everything. They're trying to leave with a clear conscience. And your child may not be open at that point to helping you clean your soul up. If you want, that's just what I'm put it. They might not be open to letting you into their life at that point to let you feel better about yourself. That's just how it is, man. But y'all didn't come here for that, man. We're not going to end on a downer because y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some discipline. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you. Discipline for the day. You can't be afraid to hurt people's feelings out here while you're doing business. No, I'm not telling you to get out here and be a savage and just tear people down and step on people on your rise to the top. But in order to make an omelet, you're going to have to crack a few eggs. Ain't that what they say? You have to keep in mind that there are no permanent friends or enemies when it comes to business. And there are going to be times where there are going to be decisions that you're going to have to make that everybody might not necessarily agree with or go along with. And that is fine. That does not necessarily make you enemies. That does not make you um, have to just walk around with a sour taste in your mouth towards that person or that corporation forever. A lot of people get that mixed up. And somebody decides to go with X lawn service versus Y lawn service. And now you in your feelings. Maybe they just didn't feel like you was ready. Maybe your presentation wasn't good enough at the time for them to choose you over the second person don't take it personally just keep building your brand building yourself up you get passed over that for that promotion for the guy who doesn't do anything but he was promoted because him and the, you know the 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 hiring manager was a uh in the same fraternity stuff like that happens man it happens all the time but you can't just sit around and sulk about it or be mad about it. And definitely from the other side of the coin, 
when it comes time for you to make certain decisions, you have to keep that same energy too. You can't be really worried about uh, hurting people's feelings. Now, yes, you should have the best interest of the people and the team that you keep around you. You should have that their best interest in mind. But at the same time, you have to have the best interest of the company, of your brand, of yourself in mind too. I keep saying it over and over again because I want it to resonate in people's head. You have to take care of your star player. I'm of the mind state now that what other people think about me is not my business. <laughs> Worry about yourself. I keep saying that. Yeah, there's going to be times, there's been times recently where certain things I've had to do and certain ways I've had to handle situations left a sour taste in people's mouth and you know you leave out feeling a certain type of way even yourself but the fact that I know that I was just in my actions I wasn't being spiteful I wasn't doing it out of uh, emotion I was doing what I felt was best for me or what I was was best for my brand or what was best for my family either way look at it I was doing what was best for the situation that I was putting in to benefit me the most without stepping on anybody's toes, without knocking anybody else down, without dragging anybody through the mud. Even when you're doing that, you're 100% legit, you're 100% honest, and you're keeping it 100 with everybody around you. There's still going to rise situations where you're going to have to make a decision that's going to piss somebody off. Get over it. Take this information and do with it whatever you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Get you a good breakfast. You're going to need that while you're out here getting shit done. Thank you for tuning in to the VLDI. Thoughts about the VLDI, the podcast. Of course, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all that tune in, especially y'all that tune in daily. Y'all are my rock. And to the new listeners, welcome. I hope that you found something here that you like. Something that will keep you coming back day after day. You can skip a day, but come back that next day. Just don't leave. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all. DeVille D.I. I'm out of here. Peace. Nailed that shit.